0: this edition of the Poundcast, we visit the Dagobah system and get some Yoda-like wisdom on the wonderful world of a little place called South by Southwest. I'm here, Pound of Grand Vancouver, for the week, usually in Toronto, but I'm sitting beside the one, the only, a managing partner, ping pong enthusiast, record collector, Sandy Fleischer. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I think uh, the only time I've been compared to Yoda before was, you know, based more on physical characteristics. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for the the wisdom side. You're welcome.
0: We'll put a couple of pictures of Yoda and you for comparison in the uh, (laughs) podcast show notes.
1: Great. No, I'm I'm, I'm happy to be here again. It's been too long. It's been too long.
0: It has. We haven't talked... Uh, silly digital marketing stuff in uh, weeks and weeks since last year.
1: Wow. How are you doing, by the way?
0: I'm wonderful. Excellent. We're podcasting. Life is, it doesn't get any better than this. No. And we've got a live studio audience today. Uh, Graham McInnes, our creative director and partner, is just watching, not participating in the Poundcast. I thought you should all know this. He's even a lurker on Poundcasts. Uh, So we're going to talk about South by Southwest because I'm getting to go for the very first time. Never been before. You, the KG veteran, have been how many
1: times? I think uh, let's let's say this is I think my seventh. Seven times. Yeah, I'd have to fact check that after, but let's let's go with that. Yeah, seven
0: times in a row, or have you missed some in between?
1: You know what? Consecutive. And consecutive. uh, Except for the first time, each and every time, I've debated and anguished over whether I should go again. So,
0: <laughs> and you're in again.
1: I am. <laughs> I
0: am. <laughs> well, but you've made it. You're. You're. It's kind of legendary. You. You've like. You've honed in on what to maximize when you go to South by Southwest. So I thought I would glean some wisdom from you about how I should uh, set up my trip. So you're, you're gonna talk to me about what's the what's the what's the best way to approach south by Southwest like how do I maximize my time there what should I do what shouldn't I do what do you think
1: what's what, how do I start this well I think that question is the wrong attitude Ooh. I'm, I'm going to give it to you straight here there there, there you, you can't win south by Southwest you cannot maximize your time there it's a uh, You've got. Sorry, this is sounding, I'm sounding angry. I like it. I think one must adopt a Zen-like state and recognize that uh, there is way too much going on there, and things you think are going to be great are not going to be great, and things you end up at might be awesome, and everything in between, and. Uh, so you can't change South by Southwest. Yeah, it can yes, change yes. You know. One must uh, bend like bend like a reed. It's at, at South by Southwest, and uh, uh, yeah. So I think I think you know. Really, to to sum it up, I'd say uh, you can plan to an extent, but really, it's go in go in knowing that uh, what you plan on happening is not going to happen, but something else. Equally awesome in a different way will probably happen.
0: Mm, interesting. So like, can't you can't go in and like, I'm going to see this keynote and this like talk, and then I'm going to like go over totally. this talk. It, that that's a, a fool's errand.
1: It, it is, and you know, and I, I think everyone to a degree learns that the hard way. I mean, they even have panels on how to enjoy South by Southwest. In fact, there's several panels on how to enjoy South. It's sometimes hard to figure out which one of those to go to. How are you on one of these panels? There should probably be a panel to help you decide which panel you should go to to help you decide where to go.
0: That is very meta. It is. I like that. So so what, what advice do you give? Like, how do you become that Zen master of South by? Are you well, just going to go with the flow? Like, I, I think keep I, your I, ear to the ground?
1: I think, you know... Uh, uh, another part of it is is maybe let's 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 deconstruct South by Southwest, yeah. if, if we may. Yeah. I think everyone's got preconceived notions. Uh, for example, panels. Yes, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of panels all over Austin, um, and just on that basis alone, you're like, what should I go to? What should I see? But part of the secret is is that the panels are a small but important part of it, and I think really the way to approach it and to go into it is to think about the fact that there's a strong community of intelligent people incredibly interested in digital technology, digital culture, and and they're there to talk and be open about their beliefs and views and to go in with that attitude and have some amazing discussions uh, with incredibly knowledgeable people, discussions or debates. And that, it could happen at a panel, but it, it could happen at a bar or at a barbecue or while waiting for a bus in the rain. Uh, it, it, it's really being open to having conversations with different people and uh, and seeing where that goes.
0: So it's really not about the content in the conference <laughs> at all. It's the people that are drawn to maybe see some of those things that you get to interact with.
1: I- I believe that, yeah. and and you know, don't get me wrong. I've seen some unbelievable panels, and you know, to an extent, that's what drives people there. Yeah, uh, and, and of course, and uh, you know, we probably should talk about this for a whole segment of this podcast, but the food. Is yeah. another important. We'll get. Oh, we'll get. I don't want
0: to rush. Will, that's, that. where, yeah. that's the day yeah. mom We really right, want to end right, right. the food. Uh, but you, you, you've also, last year, you had, you were you were on the inside. You, had, I, I was on the other side, side. side of the yeah, wall. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I guess it wasn't a panel. It was a QA and a like interactive session. Yeah,
1: it was an interactive session. And and that's actually south by, as as uh, the pros call it. Got it. Um, it has a lot of innovative session formats, uh, so not just keynotes and straight-up panels. And uh, I uh, put on what was called a core conversation session where uh, there were uh, a group of people talking about virtual reality. And, uh, you know, so while I might be up there with... uh, Peter Martin, who is an you know an expert in uh, VR filmmaking, the really exciting thing for us is we had you know a product manager from Next VR, we had a guy who's the evangelist for Microsoft Hololens, uh, we had someone from Spain who worked uh, for a voice synthesis technology that he was looking to integrate with VR. So it's it, it really is experts coming to participate mm-hmm. in the discussion so in this case when I was saying you'll never know who you meet in this case it happened in a facilitated fashion uh, but it was really you know I let's say the session was 45 minutes or, or an hour it, it, it easily could have gone on for, for three days where everyone had a real either was there to learn or to you know talk about their specific expertise that they had. Yeah.
0: And yeah. interesting to take us down like a sub-genre here, yes. just on that, that particular thing. So a year ago, you were doing this conversation at South By, see, I nailed it, didn't put the yeah, nice. the, the SW there, Yeah, uh, on the topic of VR, which is now like blowing up in terms of like everyone talking, like you were like on the ground floor I'm talking about the conversations around
1: VR a year ago. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm blushing now. <laughs> good, good thing this is audio only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's uh, for for me on a, a personal and and for pound and grain on a professional level, uh, virtual reality is something that's really interesting to us, and it's really while there's been people in the field for uh, you know a decade or more, it is still very much a frontier field. But you know, with with Google and, and Apple and Facebook and HTC, you know, everyone spending hundreds of millions, if not billion, uh, billions, billions, that, that's, that's, that's virtual, yeah, that's, virtual billions? <laughs> that's evil billions oh, or billions. I like it. Uh, so they're all, you know, the, the, everyone is driving their different technology. Like it's, it's, this it's going to happen and it's the, the, the it's palpable and yeah. it's uh but still uh when when you get into how the sausage is made it's still uh the wild west and it's yeah. it's it's interesting times and things are being figured out and the tools and the, uh, the the cameras are all all still being perfected and uh it's not without its challenges uh it's exciting days
0: yeah but and a lot has transpired in the 12 months oh
1: so, for, uh, for sure you know not, not one yeah, part of
0: it yeah
1: so. so like whether it's oculus coming out uh in the next month or so, uh, followed shortly thereafter by HTC Steam's uh, Vive, we're starting to see consumer-level products now. And, yeah. uh, you know whether it's being driven by the gaming industry, the film industry, the medical industry, the real estate state industry. There's so many different applications, and it's and they're starting to come on market now. And while, yeah, okay, it's South by Southwest. If you're or South By, uh, if you were to go up to someone and say, have you have you experienced VR, a lot of people have said yes. In general, it's still not something that, you know, mainstream population has really experienced.
0: What do you think the wild wild speculation, uh, crowd at South By, Southwest, who've experienced VR this this year, what yeah. do you think the percentage would be?
1: I would put it at 51%. That's
0: still pretty low. It is, further, it so, is. That's a, that's a nerd-centric digital crowd. I and yeah. still maybe half of them probably haven't really gotten there yet. What do you think that the 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 rest of the population would be like? One oh, percent less than that? Yeah, less than that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a huge. Well, that's going to show our hands out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Tweet at Sandy uh, your um, statistical yeah. uh, analysis of who's tried VR, but it's pretty pretty significantly.
1: It, 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 yeah disparate to- totally and you know and that's going to change and of course it's it's not without its challenges uh you know one looks very dorky you know it was actually i uh, went to a vr festival the kaleidoscope festival that was on a multi-city tour mm-hmm. you know, here in town and you know you walk you walk into the area where the festival is and there's about 80 people and, you know all wearing vr goggles and it's it's not exactly a collective experience it's it's quite interesting looking to say yeah. the least and i think uh, you know we we'll, we we'll, we'll need to really get past the uh, the dorky factor of the goggles and you know also not to mention uh, you know the, the psycho and social ramifications of of uh, this technology it's it'll be again really interesting to see how it unfolds mm-hmm.
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see how many how much the discussion and, and... Conversation this year is about VR. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's something that like we're we're having daily, if not weekly, conversations with clients and partners on VR now that we
1: work oh, with. Oh yeah, I, I imagine it'll it'll be huge this year. Yeah. At that,
0: we were just wildly just suggesting we do VR for everything last year, <laughs> but now it's actually coming a reality. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But back to South by. I'm there. Um, what, let's talk about like what um, what are like maybe your top three experiences that that have happened to you uh, okay. over the last uh, seven years there. Like what would you hmm. what stands out is like oh I experienced something
1: magical or met someone amazing. Or so I think uh, fell down drunk <laughs> three yeah uh, definitely you know talking about those uh, unexpected uh, but great. Sessions, I remember being really disappointed. I couldn't get in to see, can't remember the guy's name, but he was the actual guy who uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played in Catch Me If You Can, and yeah. he was giving a talk. But I couldn't get into the room; it was full. Uh, and I just wandered into this other one, and it was social media for sports mascots. And uh, you know, it was a small crowd, <laughs> relatively specialized.
0: Devoted mascot.
1: But but you know, it was. It, it was awesome, and, you know. There was a, the whole set of things about, you know, how they can attract followers and what the best social channels would be. And I was like, "This, where else in the world would I would I be getting this topic of conversation?" I was like, "San Diego Chicken Man, like he's <laughs> the, the mascot. There. There he, is, isn't there? he was not
0: there. <sighs> no, um, that's a good one. Yeah, so that's a, that some, that was that's, a good one. that's one thing that the like, guy haven't." Really dove into the research of what's coming this mm-hmm. year. Uh, in years past, it's those obscure um, panels uh, with weird topics that you're like, I can't believe that's a yeah a thing that you could exactly. There's a there's a tribe for me that I could go hang out with if I was a
1: mascot Twitter model. exactly yeah. yeah your people you can <laughs> find your people My people <laughs> um, okay so that's number one. Number two, um, we uh, we had put in a vent on for a client, and it involved uh, seventy thousand plastic balls in a ball pit, Amazing. and uh, that you could jump into, and uh, and that was great fun.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, there was uh, free booze at the party, which uh, was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the pro tip was to get into the ball pit early in the night. <laughs> Things uh, things got a bit messier as the night That's went on. And it was fun. The next morning, we were there watching the takedown of the event and I think there was like a wedding ring, a wallet. There were a few things at the bottom of the ball pit. But that that was fun. You know, again, maybe much like the, the VR session, it, it was kind of cool to be participating and, uh, you know, in a party there. Yeah. Uh, so that would be two. And I, I think high for three. Can I do that? Yeah. Can I? Because it, in the same night, it uh, was the first time I went to Salt Lake out in Driftwood, uh, where I don't know if like the fire pit's been burning for I don't know 40 years continuously. I just kind of made that up, whatever it was. Like but it. amazing, amazing, uh, all around great barbecue. And then from there we went to the uh, the White Horse Honky Tonk Bar which is not something I typically do. Uh, they had whiskey on tap, which was pretty mind blowing. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, Austin is, uh, is a great city, uh, for, for food and drink and nightlife. Uh, like so that. that, that was a really fun night too. Um, and then probably the time uh, Graham fell in an ice cooler and got stuck. Oh, that was a drink cooler. That was fun. Yeah. That would be my fourth. That would be my yeah. four, yes. fourth one. Yes. I like it.
0: Uh, that's, that's good. Uh, one thing we, we haven't talked about is, is I'm paranoid uh, about the transportation situation. Yeah. Yeah. Is so that, Is that still a problem there? Like, is it a, just a disaster?
1: Weather dependent. Uh, if it's raining... And depending on where one stays, uh, the taxi system is completely overloaded and becomes useless. Uh, Uber, you know, surge pricing is on and in full effect. Um, the public transport transportation system is often not great, so there's a lot of walking or biking. <laughs> if it's in the rain, it becomes incredibly challenging. And I think coupled with that is, you know, a really important rule of, of being a... South by is ABC always be charging um, you don't know when you're going to get back to your place and uh, and you don't want to be without your yeah, phone no I mean, you need to check in on Foursquare yeah am I right people are still doing that I think they are I think that, are they, still? they might be, they might I, think, be. I, think, I think so yeah so, uh, so, so, so yeah I mean uh, you know and we're, we're fortunate in that we uh, always work hard to find a place that's uh, not necessarily downtown but at a thirty mile, uh, thirty thirty minute walk from downtown, and uh, you know, whether it's South Congress, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good tip.
0: So mm-hmm. try not to get a cab or an Uber. and trying to walk.
1: Yeah, and you know you see people melting down when they're trying to go to back to back panels across town, in the middle. It, You know, it's not. Mm. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not. So the panels are like s- spread out through the city.
1: Oh yeah, all over yeah. the city, and and I, I've actually heard that this year they're looking on pairing back on where they are and the amount of panels because it was just getting to be uh, too crazy yeah
0: Yeah. okay well that's some good uh tips for a rookie we'll have to check back in when i uh return to see if i have a good experience or not but i wanted to do a couple of rapid fire questions to end our podcast
1: cool is there a name for this segment (laughs)
0: Uh, Poundcast rapid fire. Rapid fire. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll come up with it in post. We'll come up with something. Perfect. Uh, and because you mentioned food, and mm-hmm. maybe you already kind of like telegraphed it, but best barbecue. Like, okay. is, it, is it the salt lick or is there, is there more to this? Wow. Guide me, Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah. Oh, so I was Yoda and now I'm Obi-Wan. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, from, from what I've learned and the research I've done, it's not just the question of saying, what's the best barbecue? You know, then you might say, well, what's the best Texas barbecue? But then, you know, Austin, I believe, has its own particular regional style with, within Texas. And, and definitely from the places I've tried, I've found Salt Lick to be the best all around. So when we say all around, there's, you know, you got your brisket, you got your ribs, mm. you got your sausage. I think those are the three meats I tend to focus on. You don't want to be wasting and your time on no chicken. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I I tend to look for the brisket or the ribs. But having said that, the sausage at Salt Lake is, is exceptional. and. You know, it's, what I find funny is it all the, the Texas style is you get like a loaf of white bread to accompany your meat. And it tends to be family style. So I don't know, maybe it's 20 bucks and it's all you can eat. And then, you know, save room for some great apple pie. And part of Salt Lake is it's out in Driftwood. It's like a 40-minute drive out of Austin in a dry county. And Austin, you know, being a pretty liberal center within Texas... Uh, it's kind of fun to get out of there and see another part of Texas. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, the environment is part of it too. What I'm particularly excited about this year is um, I have 10 pounds of brisket waiting for me on March 15th at Franklin's. And I feel like we should
0: we should auction, we should, uh, should raffle off yeah. on on social. We should have a contest for one right. person to join us for brisket.
1: Totally. And you know, I've I've never had it, but from what I've heard, and this goes back to best all around barbecue or best particular meat, Franklin's is known to be the best barbecue brisket there is. Yeah. And typically, you have to get there, line up at nine a.m., and they're sold out by eleven or noon, and then you go home hungry. But we were lucky enough to get our order in on the first Monday of every month for the next month when you're going to be there, so the meat will be waiting for us. So I'm I'm super excited for the Pound and Grain Picnic.
0: Pound and Grain Picnic. Yes. PM.
1: Yes. What, what is this airing? Uh,
0: this is going to be airing ne- probably next week or before before South by.
1: Yeah. So, listeners, yep. <laughs> if if you're interested in attending the Pound and Grain Picnic, you know, hit, hit Jackson up. Hit hit me up and. Tweet us and we'll uh, we'll get you, we'll get you the deets.
0: Hashtag pounding rain
1: picnic. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> Bris- brisket picnic. Yeah, uh, that's good. Well, I'm i I'm I've been jealous for many years because you've uh, regaled us uh, uh, noobs with uh, your trip out to the Salt Lake every year, which has become mm. quite a happening um, from our clients and yeah yeah former and, and- potential clients who enjoyed the, the barbecue and have have uh, followed us along since then. Totally. And and you and know some recruiting, some career recruiting. There is there's, yeah, there's yeah.
1: always some recruiting. Yeah. And I didn't mean to, you know, send out the wrong message. That's still on. You know, yeah. the Pine Grain picnic is a separate event. Yes, yeah,
0: we're doing two barbecues.
1: We are, you know, and there's some who think we're spreading ourselves thin, but I think we can do
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that for my first time we're doubling we're we're increasing the barbecue activities by a hundred percent which is amazing for me.
1: And then, you know, it, it, if I may do a little plug, Yeah, plug. uh, I'm super excited, uh, for the, uh, party that SAP is putting on. Yes. Uh, you know, we've, we've, we're privileged enough to, uh, work with SAP and we've been helping out. And, uh, did you awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I know I did too. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited about, about that party yeah. as well. You know, it's a brand new hotel and, uh, you know, just having had a sneak peek into what's going on. It's, yeah, definitely
0: look out on the South by yeah, uh, yeah. agenda for the yeah. SAP party.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I know that one's gonna fill up fast, but again hit us up and you know, hopefully we can uh you know bring a few people to that too for yeah. listeners.
0: <laughs> uh what about watering holes? Places to uh
1: drink oh, great question. adult beverages. Yeah, yeah so no shortage. I, I, I think there's, you know, more more bars than people in Austin. My i I got two uh, favorites, uh, one being specific, one being an area. My favorite is the Ginger Man. Just a real uh, great beer selection, great booze selection, dark, comfortable pub type place with a really nice uh, open back courtyard so you can have the inside or outside experience. I think the name Ginger is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that's a place I like to go. Uh, also, um, the area Rainy Street is really cool. Uh, not too far from the convention center, uh, just a few blocks away. It's uh, you know a street and some surrounding streets of old houses that have been converted into bars. And there's some awesome, uh, some really small, intimate places. There's some tequila bars, mezcal bars, and uh, everything else in between. So that's that's definitely worth. Uh, going for a bit, hopping around there. Mm.
0: Uh, Last final exit question. Anything else for like a brand new Never Been to South by, like, what's the most important thing that I do besides these barbecues? Yeah, yeah. Like, is there
1: a a must must do? I think there's a couple of really interesting things. I am a big fan of uh, going to roller derby. Uh, So, uh, you know... Shout out to Streafy, uh, yeah. you know, retired uh, roller girl herself, yeah. I think retired. So she dragged us out, and it was a lot of fun, fun. and uh, there was some jams. <laughs> 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 and then uh, I think also, uh, you know, you can go, I think it's over the uh, the Congress Street Bridge, but there's, uh, there's a cave right there where uh, at... Uh, Dusk you'll get, I don't know if it's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands or more bats that will... uh, activate Whoa. from the cave, and uh, that's, cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's Texas has got a lot of bats, and yeah. uh, this cave has many of those. Interesting. Yeah, so I think that's pretty fun. So I bring my
0: camera for those Instagram moments. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I should probably do I think so. So looking forward to it. That's like only in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's soon. Like it's March soon. 11th to 16th or something? Yeah, yeah. For the interactive.
1: Totally. And you know, something else that always amuses me, just... You know, as things come to mind, it's always fun, you know, around the 15th, 16th, by the end of the festival, uh, when you're like, okay, ready to get home, all the nerds head to the airport, and that's when all the music people start coming, so, you know, they're... Slightly more color to their face. Maybe <laughs> they've been outside a bit more and slightly, slightly hipper clothes. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see the contrast of the crowds yeah. uh, coming and going. Yeah. That's always an amusing aspect of it.
0: That's very cool. Well, thanks mm-hmm. for the, the pro tips. Yeah, the, I, 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 I hope it helps. I think, well, it's not only going to help um, me, but it'll probably help someone else who listens. Cool. And we're excited. So I'm looking forward to the trip. Me too. And we'll check in after with maybe our. Our picks. I think we're going to work on a, a couple of uh, articles. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that. Yeah. Do that. Okay.
1: Good. Thanks, Andy. All right. It's good to be here. <laughs>